You're listening to episode number six. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. Well, what's up, everybody? I am so excited, admittedly, for this episode this week. You know, I had a change of plans, and I was going to go and record a completely different podcast, had all my notes done, and then I realized, oh my goodness, it is Valentine's Day week. And for all of my listeners, since primarily you are young ladies who are in your 20s, I was like, you know what? That is not what people need to hear. What people need to hear is how to have a really dang good Valentine's Day, whether they are in a relationship or not. And I think this is so funny, you guys. So I went and looked up trying to be super positive. Like, first of all, I categorized the three kind of different groups of people on Valentine's Day. And to me, those three different categories are people who are completely single, people who are in a very dedicated, committed, awesome relationship, and then people who have very recent come out of a relationship and are really not looking forward to Valentine's Day. But just to start with kind of a little funny thing, I literally looked up, trying to be super happy about it, ways that you can make your spouse or your life partner or your boyfriend, girlfriend um, feel really special on Valentine's Day. And guess what the first thing that was that came up on Google? You're never going to guess it. The first thing was the suicide prevention hotline. And I was like, oh my goodness, this just shows why our country is so messed up. Am I right? Oh my goodness. So anyways, today I am super excited to talk about how you can have a really, really great Valentine's Day despite no matter what your relationship status is. And I really just feel like this is the topic that I was supposed to talk about this week. And I know that it's really going to minister to you guys, to bless you guys. And I'm just going to start with a couple funny stories, um, personal stories of mine, and give you guys a little bit of context about where I'm coming from. And then I really want to work through these three groups of people. Some will be serious, some will be funny, but I know that no matter which of those three categories that you're falling into this week, you know, Valentine's Day can be hard. We live in this mirror world where we're constantly holding up a mirror to our face that says, hi, let's compare myself to everything else in my newsfeed, on my Facebook, on in real life even. You know, we just live our lives vicariously through what we see on social media. I was just talking with a client of mine even earlier today who is one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life. And she was even admitting how hard it is to not, you know, live with that mirror up to your face. So I really hope that these little tricks and tips will help you guys today, no matter what stage of life you're in, no matter what your relationship looks like. And as always, this will be beneficial for your life, for your mental and emotional health, for your personal development, and I know that it'll bless you. So I'm especially excited to share this story with you guys because it actually just happened yesterday and it was kind of a just a fluff like spur of the moment thing. But a few weeks ago, I was in Walmart 
shopping for something for my boyfriend and uh, I came across the lovely Valentine's aisle and was thinking of a little gifts that I could get him and I just love to give gifts. It's one of my favorite things in the entire world to really think through what somebody would like according to their personality and their interests and just to kind of tell somebody that I'm thinking of them. I don't know if anybody else is like that and uh, I've always told my boyfriend as well, maybe I'm better at giving gifts because I'm still working on how to be, you know, a better romantic, emotional type person just of my personality it's kind of work 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 all the time but I'm getting better at it you guys okay so we're vulnerable we're real together so I was walking through the aisles and I bought a few things for him and and then I realized you know do you guys ever have those moments where you have like a childlike experience but then you're having it as an adult like consciously for the first time well that's what happened to me and I was walking in the Valentine's Day aisles and looking at all the little tiny Valentine's Day uh, little cards and gifts Valentine's that we used to trade in elementary school I don't know if everybody did that, but growing up, literally Valentine's Day and Halloween were like the two best days ever because Halloween, duh, you got to come in a costume, which is like the greatest thing. And then Valentine's Day, even if you weren't cool, which I totally wasn't, in elementary school, you still were forced to be given gifts by your your crush in third grade, right? Or all your best friends or even the people who weren't your friends. And it's a really great just reflection of how awesome it can feel to be thought of, even if it was forced upon you by your teachers and your parents. <laughs> so anyways, I was walking through a couple weeks ago and just thinking of all the incredible people in my life. And I really feel like I just got this idea and I did. And I ended up buying um, a bunch of Valentines for my girlfriends. And so yesterday at church, I had a bunch of them and I certainly didn't hit everybody. And some people were gone because we're in this snowpocalypse right now in Nebraska and literally like every other day it's been 60 degrees or snowing so anybody else out there just living in Antarctica apparently so if this is what people feel like who live in Alaska don't even need to take a trip there because I'm basically living in it right now so anyways I totally forgot the first couple services at church yesterday and then I remembered as I was gathering my things to go. And so I'm running all around the church and I found these little like etch-a-sketch, like scratch off little like unicorns and ponies and really, you know, obviously insignificant in the long run, little gifts for people. And then some black forest um, fruit snacks and they're organic. And that's just like a little bit of a touch of who I am. And so I was running all around church, just trying to give them to several of my friends and then their kids if they have little kids. And you know what? It was obviously not a grand gesture, right? The entire thing costs maybe $5 for 36, you know, fruit snacks. And then these little $1.98, I think it was like 36 little Valentines for people. And some people were really overjoyed. Some people were just kind of like, thanks, like and moved on. And, you know, this morning I actually received an Instagram video from one of my friends um, videoing her daughters just freaking out and saying, they're saying, oh, Miss Megan got you a gift and you want to open this little Valentine and seeing how bright eyed she was and how excited she was even over the smallest gift and just ministered to me so much and reminded me, you know, how powerful just thinking of somebody else is for two seconds and how even if you don't always see the face value of something that you never know if somebody's going home and it actually really did mean something to them. But 
It was especially funny and particularly kind of cool to see even how a tiny, tiny little gift, you guys, I'm talking tiny, right? Uh, those little moments of seeing, just choosing to think of somebody other than ourselves really can have a ripple effect. Because if you think about it, um, you know, and most of these people that I gave these gifts to are married or definitely have, you know, boyfriends or in committed relationships, almost everybody was. So that's obviously not what it was about. But you think about how many people are out there who are just longing for somebody else to take two seconds to care about them, right? I could have bought 500 of those things and just handed them out at random. And I'm sure that later on, not that it's what it about, not that it's what it's about or not because I'm trying to get affirmation back or anything, but I'm sure that if we were just to go and do that and hand, you know, them to people that we kind of were acquaintances with, I'm not saying go hand candy to random strangers, please don't, because obviously we've heard about that as a child. But I'd just be curious to see, I guess, how it would light up someone's day or whether what kind of a thank you you would get. Or even if you didn't, like if you'd hear through the grapevine later that that really meant something to someone. So I just wanted to share that story, not to pump myself up or say, look, I gave a bunch of stuff to people, but really just to first say that I think that there are opportunities all around us where God's speaking to us to try and get us to move the needle in somebody else's life. Or I think a lot of times we're there saying, well, I want to, like, I want God to use me or I want to do something significant or, you know, the pageant lady's listening. I want to be a role model in somebody else's life. But we aren't taking the time to listen to the still small voice or sometimes even the loud voice um, on the inside of us that's telling us these little things that you would never think would be actually what would make you someone significant in someone else's life or a way to move the needle or encourage someone or build them up or you know something that can really speak to them like hey you're valuable and I want you to know that you're seen and I think in terms of the theme of this week of Valentine's Day there are just so many people out there who need to hear that and so I just challenge you guys this week to really sit with yourself and listen maybe in your journal time your prayer time or as you're driving this week as you're listening to this just to think of who might be highlighted in your mind this week um, to be a blessing to right it might be sending a really nice text message it might be posting on Instagram how much you love somebody and you're thankful for a sister in your life. You know, I have so many people that I could do that with. And on the times when I want to wake up and be mopey or I get disappointed in myself because I'm not as productive as I'd like to be, which I was having one of those moments even earlier today of, oh, I got to get more done or, oh, I didn't wake up as early as I wanted to because I was so exhausted after church yesterday. Just remember that life is so much more than just holding that mirror up to our face, you guys. And so I just encourage you, I'd love to hear this story as I continue to post about this later in the week. I'd love to hear you guys really take that challenge and feel free to comment below um, on this episode in iTunes or on our Podbean page or on powerhousepageantry.com slash podcast. Wherever you guys are listening to this today, I'd love to hear who comes up in your mind and who gets highlighted for you um, as to who you can be a blessing to. And maybe it's your significant other. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's somebody that you're mentoring in your life. Maybe it's somebody totally random. Maybe it's somebody at the gas station that you just say, hey, I just want you to know that you're loved and that you're seen. Thanks so much for, you know, being my cashier today. Thanks so much for working on Valentine's Day. I can't tell you how many times I've had those moments in my life. Um, and specifically with people that, you know, work at stores where hundreds and even thousands of people come through. You think of how many people or like a like a fast food restaurant, they just never get seen, right? They're just, a, they feel like a faceless, 
this person in a sea of people. I challenge you this week to just take five seconds to make someone feel valuable. And yeah, it can be scary. Yeah, it can feel a little exposing. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen on the other end. But I promise you, the worst thing that can happen is that everything remains exactly the same. Or guess what? If they if they grovel at you or they kind of make a, you know, or they, they aren't very nice to you in return, just understand that that's, the gro- that's them groaning on the inside. And that a person who is congruent and in love with who they are and understands their identity would never act that way. So I set that precedent for you guys this week. I challenge you to that this week. And I look forward to hearing about what you guys choose to do to step out of your comfort zone and make someone feel really special this Valentine's Day. Okay, so now getting into the fun part. Okay, so we are going to, like I said, categorize the last part of this podcast, this very short podcast this week, into three kinds of people. And I have gone back and forth and back and forth and back and forth about which group of people I wanted to go first. And I originally thought I was going to leave with the funny stuff, but I think I'm going to leave that for the end. So first and foremost, if you are currently in a relationship, I want to just give you guys a couple tips as to how you can really navigate Valentine's Day and make sure that it's a really good one, okay? So I was laughing when I was thinking about this because I was thinking about my boyfriend and I and all the ways that communication could just go so wrong on a really important day, okay? So these are the tips that that we're even going to use to make sure that we have a really special day. And actually, our anniversary is four days later. So I'll give you guys some of those tips in the the singles portion of this. Um, But we we aren't even choosing to do something really big on Valentine's Day. We're doing something later because hashtag A, that's a lot of money. And B, we're a little bit rebellious and we just don't like to do what everybody else is doing. So we're the kind of people who would like have a Valentine's Day dinner on like the 13th or the 15th just to like spite the tradition or whatever. So I don't know what kind of people that makes us, but that's the kind of people we are. So with that, anyways, here is here are my biggest tips and pointers for if you're in a committed relationship, how to make Valentine's Day really, really great, okay? So lesson number one, set clear expectations, okay? Since most of you are ladies who are listening to this, I want you to visualize the day of Valentine's Day, okay? And I want you to visualize you have these super high expectations for exactly what Valentine's Day is supposed to look like. Maybe you're dating somebody really romantic. Maybe you're dating somebody not so romantic. Regardless, you have all these expectations going into Valentine's Day and you go through the whole day. You're really excited and Let's say that your boyfriend or your husband even puts in quite a bit of effort for Valentine's Day, but it's just not what you're expecting. At the end of the day, then, you know, you have a bad attitude. Maybe you're a little bit critical, a little bit sassy, and your boyfriend or your husband feels totally down, totally emasculated because we didn't set clear expectations as to what actually Valentine's Day looked like to us in our own head. Okay, so how do we get around this? Communicate communicate, communicate. And beyond that, not just setting clear expectations, but number two, talking about Valentine's Day beforehand. So it is Monday at the time of this recording. Valentine's Day is Thursday. So hopefully you've already gotten a reservation if you're planning on going to dinner anywhere. But in your communication, I encourage you guys to sit down and actually talk about what you would like Valentine's Day to look like on both of your ends. So if you're a female and you want to help coordinate the day, then let your boyfriend or your husband know that. And if you're the kind of person who's like, I'm a princess, I'm a queen, you better do this all day by yourself, then great. If you're going to let him do that all by himself, then you're going to have the opportunity to sit back and relax and choose to say, 
yeah, I'm so excited. And to choose to allow him to lead and to choose to be really grateful for whatever he chooses the night to look like. Okay. I know that can be really hard for some of us super strong-willed and slightly controlling females, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Just talk about it with him beforehand. And number three, I think it's a really great idea to ask your boyfriend or your husband what Valentine's Day looks like for them. Ask them. I think it's a great opportunity to have conversations about previous Valentine's Days or, hey, like, do you have an expectation? Like, hey, were you planning on doing anything special or do you need me to kind of take the reins on some of this? Hey, like, number four, what's our budget? Like, what can we realistically actually expect for tonight, right? Because, again, going back to expectations, like, it'd be the worst thing ever if in your mind... You've had previous relationships where Valentine's Day looks like this big grandiose effort and maybe your boyfriend or your husband or together your finances just aren't at that place this year and that's perfectly fine, right? If you guys communicate about all four of those things together and say, hey, this is what I need and then he says, hey, this is what I need and then you talk about finances and you say, hey, this is actually what I'd love for the day to look like, then you guys can't fail. And then whether it's a picnic, whether it's a movie night at home, it can be intentional, it can be full of connection and it can be full of just love and really celebrating each other, which is what our Valentine's Day now, even if it wasn't originally what Valentine's Day, the history of Valentine's Day um, was created for. Obviously, the current American tradition, that's what it's all about. And you can end up having a really, really fantastic Valentine's Day. So those are my tips if you're in a committed relationship or marriage. And it's a great way to have an absolutely fantastic day. Okay, so this next group of people I'm actually really, really excited to speak to because in my opinion, I think that this is honestly the most left out group of people on Valentine's Day. And I honestly think that even more so than being single, this group of people struggles with Valentine's Day more than any other group. And I just want to raise my hand and say that this is actually me a year ago. I have been through this myself and it is not fun. And in a world that is surrounded with social media around every single corner and seemingly things reminding you of how single and apparently how much you're missing out on something, which is not true. I think that this group of people needs to hear this message the most. So I'm really, really excited to speak to this. And I've done quite a bit of research on this. And some of these things that I'm going to be speaking to on this topic are my own thoughts. And then some of them are more of a pop culture approach. And so I'll leave that to you guys to determine the difference between which ones are actually my thoughts and which ones are some that are just some fun ideas that I research. But I think that there's some real validity to this. And even if this isn't your story on this Valentine's Day, I just want you to lock this away, maybe save this podcast for later. Not that I ever hope, my goodness, that you're in this category. But if you ever find yourself in this category in the future, I uh, hope that this can be something that can brighten your day and bring you joy because at some point in our lives, we all go through this. And this category of people is our second category, the people who unfortunately have just gone through a breakup, or maybe you're even going through a breakup on Valentine's Day. And I want to make sure that we speak to this group of people. Okay, so my first piece of advice for this group of people is to not spend the day alone. Unless you are a major introvert and you know that you can handle it and that you know that you actually are a thinker, you know, or maybe you just need to have a couple hours to cry or journal or think everything out, spend some quality time alone. 
if you can do it in a healthy way, by all means, go and spend some time with yourself. But what I've found and just with what I've personally experienced and also with what I've researched, having uh, kind of getting your A-team around you, whether that's your friends and family or whether that's just your best friend, one person, multiple people, really dig deep in this season of your life. And I'd encourage you just to ask yourself honestly what you need and to not be afraid to give yourself that. The easiest thing to do in times of grieving is to isolate yourself. And don't get me wrong, one hundred percent during this time of your life your mental and emotional health is going to be all over the place but you need to go through that grieving process but specifically on valentine's day at night in the evenings you guys i highly highly suggest surrounding yourself with your a-team uh maybe some other single friends of yours or just people who may not be celebrating valentine's day that day you know this valentine's day We're getting together with 35 people, tons of other couples, single people, just having a party, having a really great night together, fellowshipping together, because some of us are just over it and don't want to spend $200 on a made-up holiday, you know? And so go find some other people out there. Go reach out on Facebook. Go, you know, don't be afraid to text your friends and get people around you who care about you. And if you feel like you're alone, I guarantee you that there is one person who is feeling the same way that you're feeling, and you're not the only single person in the world. There are a million other single people I think I actually saw a statistic the other day that 48% of the world is single. And so go reach out, use social media in, in a really positive way. Don't just go hang out with a stranger, obviously. But I guarantee you that you're not the only person, even if you feel like the only person who knows what you're going through. I just encourage you to be vulnerable, appropriately vulnerable with people that you can trust. And I think you'll be surprised with the people who want to come in your corner and come alongside of you to help. The next thing that I think is actually really good that I don't know if people always think about is to get rid of the old, get rid of the memories. If you are 100% sure that this relationship is over and that you're not just going to be getting back in and then getting back out and then getting back in and getting back out. And obviously, if you're if you're ready to start that grieving process, I think one of the healthiest things is to get rid of the things that remind you of that person. And I know that that might seem, oh, it's too soon or oh, I don't want to get rid of the memories. But I think that we've all had those days where you're sitting there reading over text messages or looking through old pictures and then that roller coaster of emotions just starts to come up and come up and up and up and up and up. And then you're a mess for the entire day. And I don't want you to be a mess for the entire day. And so, again, grab a buddy, grab a best friend. Maybe it's not even on Valentine's Day, but I'd highly encourage you to get rid of those things or return those things, whether it's a sweatshirt, you know, or just whatever that you have that reminds you of all the good times or whatever, because obviously the relationship ended for a reason and whether that was because you ended it or whether you were totally in love with them and you didn't really have a choice on the back end and you feel like this just happened to you, remind as a reminder, surround yourself with the people who are going to affirm you and tell you how amazing you are and tell you why you're so worthy of love and affection and comfort and will be able to provide those things for you and make a game out of it. You know what? Like we all have those experiences in our lives where we're like, man, but this is my comfiest sweatshirt. But guess what? It's not worth the emotional turmoil. And it can actually be a really fun experience to kind of cleanse your life. And that helps us move on to our next point. I don't know if you guys have ever just gotten in the zone randomly and then you end up cleaning everything in your life but that happens to me about once every two weeks where I just get in the zone I lock in I turn on some music or I turn on a sermon or I turn on an audiobook or something like that and I just rock out and I clean everything I know personally that I can't be functional I can't be as productive which really 
is important to me if my living space, my working space is dirty. And so whatever you have to do to just focus in, maybe turn on some Netflix, grab your iPad. I do this all the time binge watch a show for five hours, but be productive at the same time. Moving the ball forward with something that is normally like a frustrating or mundane activity. Like for example, just cleaning for me is absolutely one of those things. Do I want to clean on my own? No. But when I give myself permission and I, I almost like excite myself, I get like myself pumped up where I'm like, dude, I'm going to get to watch like five episodes of Netflix and get all my cleaning done. So I'm killing two birds in one stone. And I don't know if anybody else is like that, but for me, I have to convince myself that everything's productive in order to get me to do it. And so like me listening to an audiobook or me listening to some music like or researching new music or listening to a new playlist potentially for songs that we could do, you know, at an event or at church on Sunday, like that's killing two birds in one at, with one stone for me and in my heart there's just something about it that's super productive. Okay, and now here are some final thoughts of some other kind of random activities that you may not have thought of, first of all, but I actually think will be extremely helpful. So one thing that you can do additionally is to change your location. There's something about the, the location, even the city, where you had a very intense emotion. It's, it can be really hard to detach from where you have had a seriously negative experience. And so go look on Airbnb, maybe play, you know, plan a couple days ahead and go find something cheap within an hour, two, three hours. Maybe bring your best girlfriend with you who's also single or whatever and go have a girl's weekend. Or you know what? If you can't afford that, have a staycation. Maybe again, call up your best friend or something if, if your house isn't the place that you want to do that and make joy, create happiness in your life by surrounding yourself with, you know what? Buy that big thing of ice cream for one day. It's not going to kill you. You know what? Like go to the gym and exercise if that's, you know, what you need to do to reset your mental capacity. Every single day, I go to the gym five, six days a week, sometimes seven, just because it's such a good element of me time where, again, I can listen to something positive, songs, audiobooks, sermons, whatever I need, but make sure that you're choosing to fill yourself back up because a, a breakup takes so much out of you, my goodness, and I know it can be extremely hard to even just want to look around and feeling like you're just picking up the pieces of your life. And that's why we can't do life alone. We're not called to do life alone. And we need people to help pick us up when we're down in those moments. Another thing that I think is just a fantastic idea is to grab a friend and go meet new people. You know what? Like, I'm not the biggest fan of online dating, but it is what it is in this world. And guess what? Like, there actually is a way that you can be really safe and use online dating or even just online meetups to meet new people. Here in Omaha, we have uh, meetup.com and there's amazing, like, hundreds and hundreds of different kinds of groups for every kind of hobby, every kind of interest, every kind of religious background. And if you like sports and if you like board games, all these different things. There's tons of things going on in your city, you guys. Even if you live in a small town, there's got to be stuff going on in ways that you can get out of your comfort zone or try a new part of your city, try a new restaurant, trying new things. And honestly, like maybe you're in a relationship where the person that you were with didn't like to try new things and you do, right? This is a liberating opportunity for you to be independent, right? To remember who you were before that relationship. And maybe that relationship grew you in, in numerous positive ways, but maybe it also, you know, took a hit in your identity as to who you would have really liked to be, right? Remembering that the relationship didn't work out for a reason, but that you are still a whole person with incredibly unique gifts and wonderful things on the inside of you. I think just taking, you know, 10 minutes to even journal, like, the most fun things that you could ever think of, even if you do them by yourself, like go get some ice cream, go try a new 
coffee shop. Go like go hiking 30 minutes away to a place that you've always wanted to go, right? Try something new. You are a whole person and you don't need anybody else to complete you. And God has the right person for you in the future. So consider it a blessing that you dodged a bullet with somebody who if they couldn't see your greatness and couldn't see your worth, then it just wasn't meant to be. And it doesn't mean that your hope and your future is lost. The hope and the future of, of everything in your life actually can begin right there. And that's really beautiful. So take advantage of that. And finally, I don't mean for this to be totally obvious, but the biggest, biggest thing that I could tell you if you're going through this is to 100%, and I mean 100%, not 99%, 100% avoid communication with your ex. You know that old habits die hard, right? And we don't want history to repeat itself. And if you were seriously hurt in this breakup, or maybe you're the one who did the breaking up, you know that even though it's going to be weird, right? Not to spend Valentine's Day with that person and not to talk to that person every day. I mean, you wholeheartedly are overhauling every single one of your habits that you've built over the last year, over the last two years, over the last five months, whatever it is, right? It's hard. We're humans and we're creatures of habit. And I know that it's super hard not to go reach out to that person who was your best friend, was that person of comfort in your life. But we all know that we've watched a hundred rom-coms. We've watched all the movies where it's not a good idea to reach back out to your ex, right? Healthy space, learning how to have appropriate isolation from that person. It doesn't mean that you can't be friends in the future, in, in the long future, right? Definitely taking some months of healing, but Surround yourself with your friends and your family and the people that you know are never going to let you down and are going to love you unconditionally because that's what you need to heal, okay? You hear me? You're listening. You're not going to reach back out to your ex. You're not going to text him. Okay, I believe in you. We can do this. And we're here for you. And the whole world is here for you, right? We've all been through this. You're not alone. You've got this. Okay, so finally, uh, probably my most favorite, it's just funny to me, all the different things for single people, talking about what single people can do on Valentine's Day. You know what? Like, maybe this is just the super duper, very, very independent person on the inside of me, but I think being single on Valentine's Day is not bad at all. And I think it's just hilarious that um, people whimper and whine about it all the time. And again, I, I mean, I understand. I think it's just because we live in a culture where all the time it seems like every single person's life is perfect and their relationship's perfect and their hair is perfect and their makeup's perfect. And, you know, it's just not true. You guys, every single relationship has fighting. Every single relationship has imperfect days and great days and not so great days. And everybody has days when you wish that you were with the man of your dreams. And everybody has days when you're like, oh my goodness, it would be so much easier if I was by myself. And that's just the truth, right? So my first piece of advice for single people is just to remember that Valentine's Day is literally a day on the calendar. And that's all it is. It is day, what would that be? Uh, let's see, 30 days of January, 31 days. I don't know, day 45-ish, right, of the year. And that's all it is. Like February 14th, it is just one out of 365. And so just, I encourage you to just change your perspective. Um, everything is about perspective. And I could give you a million different 
researched opportunities of where people have either had change in their life or not had change in their life just because of a change of perspective and choosing their motivation, choosing the lens that they're going to see the world out of. And so I want you to know that guess what? You survived this far and you will survive even more. And you know what? There are things that we can do to safeguard ourselves in our own thought life. Obviously, we talk about thought life every single week on the podcast, and this is no different. Go back and listen to the other five podcasts if you feel like you need help fortifying yourself mentally and emotionally. Those will really help you. But I just want you to know, like, let's safeguard ourselves if you really struggle with that and you know that you're going to wake up really struggling of like, I am single. And thank you world for reminding me that I am single today. And I so desperately want to be in a relationship or, you know, those thoughts start to come of why, why doesn't he like me? Or why didn't he text me? Or I wish that I had somebody or everybody in my life has somebody but me, right? Just know that the enemy is going to try and pull all those thoughts into your mind and to scramble them up and to get you on that negative hamster wheel. And it happens to everyone. And so just take the pressure off of yourself and understand that that literally happens to every Sometimes it even happens to people in relationships where they're like, well, he's not with me and I wish he was pursuing me more. You know, he could say, I wish she was this more. The, the mind is a dangerous place and it's also a really beautiful place when we can learn to think positively and to choose the things that are actually true and not just choose to take and accept into our identity every single thing that even things from a super negative place are trying to come and formulate our identity. We don't have to accept all those things. And so if you need to turn off social media for the day, if you need to plan ahead, right? Planning ahead with other friends who are single, other girlfriends, maybe going to see a movie, like maybe going to get pampered because you deserve it, right? Maybe spending money on yourself that you would have spent on somebody else, like what in your budget, right? Deciding ahead of time, like, okay, I'm cool with spending 50 bucks today on myself because I never spend money on myself and I deserve it. And I need a little bit of retail therapy. I don't think that that's bad for one day. You know what? Grab a couple girlfriends or go by yourself. If you just love to chill by yourself and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do me today and it's all about me. Go get a massage or go get your nails done. Go get a mani-pedi. Go get a facial. Like do that one thing that you're never going to do any other day of the year. And you're like, you know what? I'm worth this. Like, don't obviously just go spend a million dollars if you don't have it and get into debt over Valentine's Day. That's not worth it. But you know what? If you don't have $35 to go get a mani-pedi, go buy some Sally's nail polish, call up a friend and do it at home and paint your nails, have a great time, put on your favorite movie. And that's the beauty of being single, you guys. When you're single, you get to make all of your own choices and you don't have to run your choices by everybody else. You know what? Like sometimes that's really hard in a relationship is understanding that all of your actions affect somebody else. That's something that I've had to learn in my own life and my own relationship. And I've learned that it's a very, very beautiful thing when you can work in harmony with one another, but it takes work, you guys. And, and especially when you have two high high-powered people like in my relationship you know it can just be hard but it's a really really beautiful thing and at the same time when you're single you guys you don't have to deal with any of that so you can raise a hand to hallelujah and say you know what that is a really positive thing I never I never thought of it that way some other things that you can do that we've kind of already touched on um, in the in the previous section are cleaning working out, like doing something that will just move the ball forward in your life. Maybe you just sit down and you say, you know what? 
I want to be in a different position in a year. Like, am I attracting the things into my life and being intentional about who I want to be that, you know, is that appropriately attracting the kind of mate that I even want in my life, right? Am I taking my physical fitness seriously? Am I taking my mental and emotional fitness seriously? You know, am I expecting something spiritually from someone that I'm not really working on in the meantime, right? Kind of as an in the incubator stage before that person comes into your life. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about being single on a day like that is it can be a really beautiful time of reflection for that next year and let that be a mile marker for where you are and don't get down on yourself for that, but let it prepare you for what's to come, right? Let it help you be expectant and to be concrete about what you'd even like to attract and welcome into your life. And it's a great day to get realistic about whether you're really, if you were to be honest with yourself, actually ready for that. And whether, like I said, you are becoming the kind of person and striving every day, not perfectly, but just striving every day, little bit by little bit to chip away at, you know, becoming who you want to become so that the the man of your wildest dreams can come into your life and you guys will be a great match. It'll be awesome. and You can build a great life together. So this is another thing that I I kind of touched on a little bit in the last section, but um, with online dating today, I just think it's so funny. Like, I just really don't think that there's an excuse. If you are like, oh my goodness, I need to be around people on Valentine's Day. First of all, again, grab your best friend and you'll never be alone. Second of all, there's even things like Bumble BFF. I don't even pretend to know all of what the online dating things are nowadays because I haven't done that in forever. Um, And, but there's something called Bumble BFF, I think, right? Where you go on there and you can even like swipe to find best friends, right? So what an incredible day. If you if you need to go find a bunch of friends to do activities, hobbies together that you or go get pampered with, right? Go get a movie with or go meet for the first time. Go have a new coffee date with a potential best friend, right? There are gonna be other people, you guys, in the exact same situation who are also looking for somebody to have a positive experience with and just hang out with, right? Have girl talk. Maybe talk about your shared experiences. Talk about your previous relationships. Talk about what you look for in a friend, right? Find something that you can take away from that day that can be a super positive experience for the both of you. And you never know, you could be a huge blessing to somebody else's day because they were also looking for a friend to hang out with on that day too. Another thing that I would suggest doing if you're single um, in kind of your your personal journal, prayer, meditation time is to write out a hundred ways why you're awesome. And I have my clients do this a lot and you'd actually be surprised even at with really high powered, you know, high achieving pageant women, how difficult this can be for people. And I think a lot of times women specifically really look to put their happiness in another person. And it makes me sad um, because I get to coach the most incredible women in the entire world, right? Beautiful, intelligent, talented, like just have so much going for them. And yet there's so many people who are looking in the mirror every single day and only measuring themselves against somebody else's life, somebody else's perceived life on social media. And so if you're listening to this, whether you are single in a relationship, you know, or newly out of a relationship, I would love for you to write down 100 things. Yes, 100. And yes, it might take several sessions, you know, whatever. Keep a little notebook in your purse or an iNote in your phone and write down 100 things, even if they're little tiny things um, that you like about yourself. And it's a wonderful thing. I actually highly suggest putting it on your phone. It's a wonderful thing to have that to look back to 
um, almost as little positive affirmations for yourself to remind yourself that your life isn't falling apart, that tomorrow's a new day, and that February 14th, like I said, is just like the 45th day of the month and nothing else or whatever it is. And last but not least, I think what I want you guys to know is that you can be 100% in control of your happiness, right? If you're a super extrovert, like plan ahead, go grab some girlfriends, ask on Facebook who else is free that night and go bowling or host a party for a rom-com that's like the biggest chick flick ever. And every one of you can go bond over the fact that you just haven't found your person yet, but you're still totally awesome people, right? Maybe look online for some games that you can even play or just pass around, you know, the circle and everybody say one thing that they like about the other person, right? You are completely in control of your happiness and don't let the perspective of the world manifest in your head to make something that is so tiny like hey here's a reminder that you're single like it just doesn't matter you guys everybody is single at one point in their life and guess what once you're married you're married for life so enjoy this time that you get to discover who you are that you get to choose exactly who you are like I said, that you don't have to run all of your decisions by somebody else, that you get to live freely, that you get to pursue your purpose, that you get to travel, you get to do what you want when you want. Like there's so many incredibly beautiful things about being single. And I just want to make sure that you guys are choosing to focus on those things rather than all the things that are going to make you sad. And if you have any trouble with this, feel free to email us at info at powerhousepageantry.com. And I'd love to send you over some of these articles with the research or some other ideas ideas. If you have questions, feel free to put them in the comments below on Podbean or on actually iTunes or on any of our social medias at Powerhouse Pageantry or at Megan underscore Swanson. We would love to chat with you. So with that, thank you so much, you guys, for listening today. I so appreciate every single one of you. And if you're really being blessed by these podcasts, I would be so honored if you guys would subscribe. And additionally, if you would write a review below, those reviews really, really help us to help continually bump up the powerhouse podcast we've recently jumped four more spots on itunes and we're so excited we want to keep climbing and all the reviews and the testimonials that we've gotten so far have just blessed me so much so if you're enjoying this we'd love for you to review this subscribe share this with your friends and with that we'll see you guys next week if you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level make sure to join us in the powerhouse inner circle where personal development meets pageantry each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.